Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley, and this is the Buffy podcast that worries about Joyce. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. <laughs> okay, so first of all, I'm, we're just gonna fucking jump right in with this. The wiki for this episode claims that this is the first episode to mention Joyce's illness, which is the stupidest fucking thing. So now I can't believe anything that the wiki tells me ever again, right? This like, is so far from the first so episode. So far. This is she a, was literally hospitalized, hospitalized with this illness last episode. Yeah, last episode. Anyways, so fuck you, wiki. You're not always right, but you have a very fun fact for us later, so maybe you've been redeemed. <laughs> this is season... Five, episode five, No Place Like Home, original air date, October 24th, 2000. Five by five, hashtag faith. Oh, hashtag five by five? Why did they not just like randomly throw faith in here? Bring her back, you know? They've got another crazy female. Sure, it's true. Who's really embracing the crazy a lot more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, makes faith look sane. Oh, that's so nice. Good for faith. (laughs) Faith was like trying to be a normal person, though. Sort of. Sort of. At first, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) At some points, she was trying to be a normal person. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Later, not so much. No. The later points, definitely not. No. (laughs) Right. So, this episode, we got Mm. monks. They're monkeying around, monkeying around. Yes. She calls him a monkey at one point, but it seems kind of offensive to constantly say that they're monkeying especially when he's dying well, that's no, not the time later. for it right now they're just running away oh no glory says that right from the abomination ah, yeah so this is good times i knew this happened early in the season right and then the scene ended and i was like oh i thought this told us a lot more than it does because it tells us nothing they're speaking in like romanian apparently it's czech czech okay i wasn't too far off the bat there Yeah, but the check lines that are said during the ritual are not actually said by the actors, but but like by actual check people. Like because of that, they're pronounced correctly. (laughs) Because I'm guessing that these actors were not pronouncing things correctly. So they could find check voice actors, (laughs) but they were unwilling to show their faces on screen. It seems pretty strange. Uh, So we get into my first picture, Mm -hmm. monkey bowl. I've called it. Oh, yes. I think I know what this is about. Ah, that fantastic bowl cut. It's like, if I was going to need a stereotypical monk in something, this is the hair he would have. Yes. It just screams monk hair. Do I detect the trace amounts of lip gloss on him? (laughs) I mean, he needs to look fierce. Just because they're running for their lives and trying to protect something really important, that doesn't mean he has an excuse to not look fierce. Right. So this is in the past, right? Not very far in the past. Okay. So that guy didn't transport himself through time. No. And I can see how it seemed a lot like that. But the bottom line is, this them doing this ritual right now... They made it very clear that before the key became dawn, the key was just energy. Right. This ritual is them making it into dawn. So this is five episodes ago when dawn appears out of thin air. Okay. Do the Buffy writers think that all Czech people wear brown robes? They're monks. They are monks. (laughs) Live in candlelit spaces. Uh Uh-huh. They're monks, right? Use wooden doors with wooden door jams for... Like... These are medieval monks. 
in the they live in a medieval monastery. It's you know one of those nice historical buildings. So you can't refit it, yeah. Yeah, you can't. Zero no, renovations can't are allowed. No. And like, man, that door was probably such a beautiful relic of the past. <laughs> Thousands of years old. Thousands. Yeah. What yeah. of the original cross? <laughs> I mean, okay. Like, let's not take it too far. <laughs> and yeah, as we all know, in the Czech Republic, you are absolutely not allowed to do anything that's even slightly against the law. Zero no. corruption. No. Yeah. No. It would make sense that they wouldn't have any comforts here. And then they would come across the ocean to Sunnydale to check on how the key's doing. Was that a, was that a pun? <laughs> it wasn't until you noticed it. <laughs> I made it a it's pun It's Schrodinger's myself. pun. Oh. The Heisen pun. Yeah, it's more of a Heisen pun. Yeah, it's a Heisen pun. Yeah. Anyway, no, they came across the ocean to Sunny D. Well, no, just one of them. I'm pretty okay. sure the surviving the others, one was like, yeah. need to get away. To point glory to where the key is. That's a good point. What is he doing there? Hmm. hmm. All right. There's Buffy a has a coat as she's fighting a vampire. Jesus Christ. Uh, that coat. I've called it hobo chic. Because <laughs> I think that really is a good description mm. of... Because I, I just... I kept looking at it and thinking, what is it? Is it made of squirrels? <laughs> What's the Zoolander fashion line? Oh, Garbage. Derelict. Derelict. <laughs> yes, this is derelict. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it does look like it's made of squirrels. That's actually a really good shout on it. <laughs> or I, pelts. Just yeah. a variety of... Small vermin pelts. Small pelts that a hobo might fashion into a warm coat for the Sunnydale winter. <laughs> so this is pre-hipster hipster then. I fucking even... I don't know what it is. Because hipsters dress like garbage. I guess that's true. Yeah. It seems pretty anti-hipster. It's a strong stance for us to take on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, are we hipsters? Maybe. We're who, elitists. Who can say? It's different. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so she fights some vampire who always wanted to kill the slayer. He's huge. He's big. He's, He's a big a fellow. He's a big dude. Yeah. Woo. He was a woman, I'd say his name was Big Bertha. Woo! But it's Big Bill now, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't really have the same ring. No. Anyway, slays him. Security guard comes around and is like, hey, you can't be having none of your youthful raves here. You kids in your raves? What are you doing here? Get out of here, kids! <laughs> ah, yes, this New York Sunnydale <laughs> security guard. I don't know what I'm guard. doing. And he's like, ah, oh, you dropped your shiny ball! <laughs> Kids with their raves and the crystal balls back in my day. I wasn't even doing... I don't know what the fuck accent I'm even doing. Yes. So she gets a fine-looking crystal ball from this man. It's spooky glowing. It's very glowy. Yes. That's how you know it's magical. That is... Man, when Giles just, like, very calmly delivers that line... Look at how shiny it is. (laughs) You're just like, ah, Giles, you're so funny. I'm so glad that you have things to do in this show. Right? I'm so glad that you're, like, a character again. Yeah. This is a very Buffy-heavy episode. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so everyone else is really pushed to the side. Like, Tara is pushed entirely out of it. Yeah. It's almost like she wasn't in this episode at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. Who's to say? And everyone else gets, you know, their token couple of lines throughout it. And then it's really about Buffy, her mom, and her sister. Yeah. So that that's cool. But yes, it is good to see that even as they're being pushed to the sidelines for an episode, Giles is still funny. Xander's still here. He's not terrible. Yeah. 
Willow's still around. Right. Anya gets a surprising amount to do. Anya's, yeah, looking good out of this episode. Yeah. All right. So security guard is not with it. And <laughs> I mean... Certainly not. These kids changing what it is. And I, yeah. Now what's it is scary. <laughs> anyway, Buffy goes home, makes her mom some nice breakfast the next morning. And I've got a picture of this. I'm not sure how to spell on fleek. Is it O-N or E-N? I'm pretty sure it's O-N. Mm. Oh, yes. I had almost that exact picture. No lie. And then I replaced it with hoop. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, yes. Because I also wanted to capture... Oh, the purse. I forgot about the purse. The purse. Oh, my God, that purse. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm saying that Buffy is on fleek right, because no, her lipstick feet. is mm. actually amazing. Yeah. And they've it took them four years. But they fucking they figured, figured it, it out. out. They know what to do yeah. with lipstick she, now. She looks... I don't know what it is about this season, but she looks extra good. Mm. I... I don't know if her skin just has like a more of a glow to it or like, yeah, they've just really finally figured the makeup thing out, which that seems like it shouldn't have taken so long. I'm sure they went through several makeup artists, <laughs> each one just going like, well, this is my new canvas and I'll scribble upon it as I see fit. But, but Faith's there looking fucking fly as hell. I like, maintain Eliza I'm... Dishku did her own makeup. <laughs> She's just like, oh, I know I got it. Just <laughs> she all these saw what happened to Sarah Michelle Gellar and was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm good, actually. My my only complaint is that I find that they do tend to put what I feel is too much makeup on Dawn. Mm. Because, and not so much because, you know, she's 15 or 14 or whatever, but because she acts younger than that still. And I just... There's, it's very it's a big disconnect for me. She's acting like a solid seven years old this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the writers have no idea what youths are. I'm hoping that this is the tail end of her being this terrible. She's just awful. Yeah. And it's so inexplicable. Yeah. I mean, it makes us hate her, but you should not have an annoying main character in your TV show because it will only annoy the audience. An annoying main character who you've just added in... (laughs) inexplicably up to this point at the beginning of a season just to piss everyone off yeah <laughs> i guess not a strong move yeah no hmm. right but buffy is looking on fleet yes and as i point out later she's got those those hoops they just hoops never die now <laughs> it's always something yeah hoops and fashion belts i guess never oh die. my god the decorative belts decorative they're, belt, everywhere, they're everywhere michaela Okay, so Joyce is still feeling terrible. She's having a lot of headaches and no diagnosis from the hospital. But G-Man is having his grand opening of the magic box today, and that's going to be very exciting. That bell ringing just, like, filled me with such nostalgia. Mm. Just that noise of the bell when the door opens. I assume you're going to drop it in here because anything else would be insane. (laughs) I should note that Buffy's feeling left out of this whole like mother daughter dynamic, right? T- with so this is the interesting Joyce thing is that when I think about Joyce as a mother, mm-hmm. I think my very positive feelings towards Joyce's motherly role do stem a lot from how good of a mother she seems to be towards Dawn, <laughs> and they do it because then in contrast, Buffy 
feels left out because she's not the baby. Mm -hmm. She's not a little pumpkin belly. (laughs) Joyce was a very absentee mother for the first three seasons of this show. And then she was just like chill and like pretty okay. And now she just dotes on Dawn and they have the most loving, amazing relationship. They probably are have like best friends necklaces with each other. And Buffy's just outside slinging a vampire. I mean, they do all have necklaces on and they're various levels of crazy. <laughs> right. So yes, G-Man has his grand opening. We hear the bell. It's amazing. And what should we find inside? But Wizard Giles. <laughs> he has a tall pointed hat. He has flowing robes. They're just so purple and starry. They're bedecked with stars. Spangled. I'm, oh, they're spangled. I'm trying to, to put words to what this facial expression is. It's so hard to it's describe. Not smug. He's it's not, not smug. He's not smug. It's definitely not happy because he's the only person in here and he's been open for like half an hour. But he wants Buffy to see that him in this outfit. Right. So he's... Yeah. Because he's just... This is another classic Ripper jape. It's... That he has perpetrated on Buffy. Okay, so it's anticipation for the peals of laughter... Right. He's expecting when Buffy sees him in this getup. It's not what happens. It doesn't happen, no. <laughs> they just have an awkward stare off for a good minute or two. <laughs> it's a. It's one of those perfect amounts of time mm. things... That is very hard because that's that's all down to editing, yes. right? And that's where is the line where it is funny? And then where's the line after that where it's no longer funny? Oh, God. When you've been staring at that scene for like, Ooh. even if this is a quick scene to edit, it's still 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, I think it, I, don't, I mean, this must exist somewhere, but very easily you can take something that is funny and edit it into something that is not Mm. funny just by changing the timing in the editing room i'm just imagining buffy with a laugh track and suddenly (laughs) it's so much worse (laughs) xander comes in kramer style and delivers one of his classic jibes honestly like it's been 20 years someone has to have done this (gasps) tell us listeners tell us if you've done this (laughs) all right so the grand opening has not gone great so far Mm. It's been some time, and there are no customers. Mediocre opening so far, yeah. Yes. And, uh, right, this is where my picture, hoop, there it is. (laughs) Right, I forgot to get a picture of this purse, but it deserves a picture. (laughs) You know the the candy, there's, like, striped candy belts or something? Like a candy necklace? No, not a candy necklace. Like, it's flat and Mm. rectangular and just very long. Maybe it's a candy bracelet. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. It's beaded, right? Right. This belt is, or this purse is just covered with beads of different colors in stripes. Bees? Beads. Beads? (laughs) Beads. Why is that so hard to say? Job's not on board. Sounds a lot like bees. (laughs) It's, I mean, I have something to say about Nicolas Cage later, so it's really like we're going to tie together. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, it's covered with beads. Fuck, it's hard to say. And it's just got every color imaginable, all in there in vertical stripes. And it's it's like a handbag, but it's not really that big. No. Yeah. It's garish. It's garish. And it does not go with her outfit no. at all. No. It's so jarring when she has it. It's crazy. And you just think... Wh- when did she think this would go together? Well, what did she think this was going to go with in general? Nothing she owns, I hope. It was the only handbag she had I big guess. enough for the Dagon sphere. 
Right. Oh, you know, got the name right and everything? Did I? Oh, amazing. Yeah, okay, it's basically so dragon without an R. Yeah, yeah. That's not that hard, right? Yeah. Okay. Willow and Rifi show up. Uh, Willow's wearing some amazing stuff, as always. Yeah, it's... What color is it? Periwinkle? Mm, periwinkle mm-hmm. blue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe a cornflower blue? Maybe, yeah. And then she's got, like, a pink shirt. Mm. Which, honestly, I, I take anything that's not red or orange. <laughs> pink? Fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Whatever this light bluish color is, fine. Yeah. Not orange? Great. And, uh, yeah, they start talking about this Dagon sphere a little bit, maybe. I know that... Buffy should never say anything around Dawn. Because Rifi's like, oh, hey, let's go patrolling later. And Dawn's like, mm, she doesn't want to go patrolling with you. She said you're cute and weak and just not good at doing anything anymore. Why? Why is everyone looking at me like that? And Duffy's it's so like, weird. Buffy's like, oh, my God, Dawn, how could you say that? But you're like, no, Buffy. Why did you say that? Why would you say that? To Dawn. Near Dawn. Anywhere around Dawn. House as Dawn. You need to be anywhere that you know Dawn is not. If you're going to say shit like that, because you, of course, she's going to say that. She basically, I'm not going to say that she's on the spectrum, but she's got no tact. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is really like, she's acting like a seven-year-old. Yes. Because a 12-year-old, no. Would a 12-year-old still knows. I think. Not to just be like, Blurting. what did I do wrong? She's also doing it. On purpose yes. for attention, and because she doesn't really like Riley, I don't think. No. She's kind of like, ew, he's gross and likes to kiss my sister all over our house. Oh, those <laughs> Which crazy is kids. True. God yeah. only knows. They have no. no boundaries. Oh, they don't have any boundaries. I really want to point out that Giles is back in his suit, and can we all just praise Jesus for that? He's going a little bit gray, too. He's looking. And fucking tastic. And last season, he was so frumpy in yeah. his frumpy sweaters. Mm. No, he's back in the suit and he's looking <sighs> fly as hell. God, it just let's just forget about season four Giles Forevs. Yeah. And season four Xander. Yeah. And Adam. Yeah. And wasn't Parker? No, he was season. No, no, that's no, he was season four. four. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we can burn that whole thing. Good times. Yep. Oh, and we can forget Forest. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> Because Hush is basically standalone. Yeah, no, you don't need to have any backstory. No. <laughs> no, mostly they just don't talk and you're like, neat. <laughs> and you could take the episode where Faith comes, episodes, I guess, where Faith mm. comes back out of time. Yeah. Because mostly you just need to know about Faith. Yeah. So watch season three. Watch season Hush. four becomes very protracted. <laughs> okay. Joyce is getting worse and worse. She's getting more headaches and they're terrible and she's deteriorating. They're going to go... Or Buffy's got to go to the hospital to pick up a prescription for her. Mm-hmm. And we run into a character, a recurring character that oh. I did not expect to become recurring. They, the way they did this last episode was phenomenal. It was amazing. They Because I was watching it and I'm like, he has no idea. No. He has no idea. Ben's going to be back. <laughs> no. So this brings us into our first segment, Something There. You know, perhaps there's something there that wasn't there before. What? There may be something there that wasn't there before. What's there, Mama? So, we have this shiny new, who I have titled uh, Mysterious Unnamed Male Nurse. Which (laughs) I believe you may have some qualms with, given that you just gave him a name. Uh, You can call him whatever the fuck you want. You called him 
Mum, right? Mysterious unnamed male nurse. Yes. Mum. Mum. This is hard to say. It's garbage. You could just call him Ben. But whatever. No, you do you. You call him Mum if you He's like. probably been named at this point, but... Ben named? Because do you see what you did there? Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> that so, should be so much more... So pun intentional, yeah. Oh. <laughs> need to practice elocution. <laughs> so this segment, right? Something there. Sure. Unnamed attractive male nurse. He is pretty. Yeah. He's this, got that flippy hair. This seems to be somewhat of a trend with Buffy, that we have minor named characters that are very minor romances in a season. We've had about one a season because we had Owen, Scott Hope, uh, Warby. We're just bringing up all the gems. And then mysterious unnamed male nurse. Right. Ben. Sure. And we were missing season two then? But that's just so much Angel. Yeah. Wait, no. Wait, isn't... Is Scott Hope... Yeah, no, it's your Scott, Scott Hope, Hope is season, season three. three. And yeah, Owen is season one. Yeah. I don't know if there's anyone... I mean, in Reptile Boy... <laughs> no, wait. It's going to get better. In Reptile Boy, she tries to date that frat guy who's the worst. And then in Go Fish, she tries oh. to date that swim team guy oh, who's the break. worst. Prison oh. Break. No, she's not. She's not she's dating, not dating prison, break. prison Break. She's trying to date Gage. Is that no? That's Gage. Prison. One of them is named Gage. <laughs> I think we just called him Prison Break, though. I don't know. I don't know. She tries to. Yeah, one of them's talking about like how good at swimming he is, and, and how then... like the ocean is his mother or some right. garbage. Oh, oh let's relive it all. Oh. Bring it up. All our favorite episodes. Anyway, it's good to see that Buffy <laughs> is continuing this tradition of having another. Um, Random Riley's still here, so like I don't know. Right, Riley, what you're he's talking great. About. He's yeah, our fave. <laughs> he's quickly just fallen off from this show. Like, what did he do in this episode? He Nothing. Got, he got sad that Buffy doesn't want him to patrol. Oh, but Buffy does still want him around. She got she's got him some sand to pour and mm-hmm. some incense to light, and he can't even do that shit. But he. Is, oh, he's too good for it? <laughs> he's insulted by the fact that she doesn't need him to do it, and she's just trying to scrounge for things for him to do. And he won't even take those. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> That's not where you want to be in a relationship. I don't know what position I'm yeah, even honestly. taking. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sure Rifi is still around and will definitely be around throughout the rest of the season up until the finale. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, cute nurse. Uh, security guard from last night has gone crazy and is <gasps> saying stuff about Buffy's family. Oh, no. Something about crazy people, man. They can see right through this whole, like, Dawn business. Yeah, they sure can. Yeah. That might come up. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so it turns out this warehouse is a pretty spooky locale. Mm-hmm. We got one of the monks from earlier, not Bullcut, unfortunately. No, I've just called him Mr. Monk. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That is his name. Door gets blown off its hinges. As he is petrified in fear, like a deer in headlights. I guess he figured metal door was going to do better than wooden door, but uh, no. I mean, it comes... Incorrect. It, I say off its hinges, but that's not actually correct. No. The hinges come with it. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. like door plus parts of... The wall. Yeah. They all get thrown. Yeah. And who is powerful enough to smash down a metal door and wall? It's a... Uh really strong lady it that is never seen before unnamed lady in a killer red dress wearing some nice heels is she ever gonna wear anything other than that no <laughs> why would she 
Like, she's a goddess. Ever again. No. Yeah. She's it's like I, what she wears. Yeah. I'm just saying it's mildly disappointing. She looks great. She does. Don't get me wrong. Love the hair. Mm-hmm. Love everything about it. I love how crazy she is. Yeah, she's she mad crazy. She oozes crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, she injects crazy into other people, which is fun. Yeah. By, like, smashing their skulls in a little bit. But yeah, this just is... Just wiggles her fingers around in their, in their heads. In a terrible, terrible computer effect, or visual effect, that does Wig- not work. She wiggles her fings? Is that grosser? That's <laughs> awful. You should be ashamed. I am not. <laughs> this is a person who goes unnamed for this episode, and throughout the rest of the season, we're going to call her Glory. Oh, that's... Hmm. I mean, if you want. <laughs> Do they uh, really not say her name this episode? No, they don't. She's referred to as a primordial or like ancient evil. Uh, the monk just keeps calling her really her. S- scary things. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, and at the beginning they're like it's the abomination or whatever yeah. in check probably. Right. Yeah. And yeah, no, she is not named this episode. She again, glory is not technically a name. It's short for like her gloriousness of. She actually has a longer name that glories are short for. Oh really? Yeah. I thought it was uh it was just part of a like title, I guess, that got mm. shortened. But no, okay. Yeah, Glory. She's great. It's good times. Uh Mr. Monk's in some trubs. Yeah, trub a dub dubs. Trub dubs. It's funny because in my notes I wrote finally, as if five episodes is like so long for the main villain of a season to take to show up. Five of twenty two? When we're saying that 10 of 22 is late for Adam to be introduced. Was it even 10? I think it may have been. been... No, because 10 was hush. Mm. So it had to be 11 or later. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) It was much later than this. Yeah. But, yeah. But, like, Mare is very. The Mare is even name dropped in the Mm. last episode of season two. Yeah. Spike and Drew show up pretty early on in season two. Maybe episode two? I think three or four. Yeah, Yeah, maybe three. three. I don't know. They show up and kill poor little Ao. Oh. oh, man, he was good, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I love Stranger Things. You love child actors so much. <laughs> Stranger Things is great. Those kids are great. So I'm going to say that the person, or at least one of the people involved in filming this particular episode of Buffy, director or cinematographer, hmm. may have had something for feet. Because <laughs> there are some gratuitous shots of Glory's feet in her high heels. There were. There were a lot of... They're like Only that, like three instances in a 42-minute episode. Pulling that QT. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. There's a shot where it's just from the ground and yeah. you don't really realize until she steps right in front of the camera. And it's just like, here's a foot. Yeah. It's in a heel. Yep. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Later, there's a lot of foot in the shot, but she breaks the heel. Right. So at least that has a reason. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's only mildly gratuitous. Right. Hmm. It's it's someone who is somewhat ashamed of that and like doesn't want to constantly be saying, hey, make sure to get a shot of her feet. It's like, hey, wouldn't it look scarier if the camera was down here? <laughs> you know, just like whatever. Like yeah. whatever you guys think. Yeah, you whatever. Know, you whatever. Think. Yeah. But yeah, camera down on the yeah, floor. Yeah, seems like a good place for it. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you hit your mark. <laughs> Oh, God. No, it's good times. Okay, Giles gets a customer, a <gasps> real-life customer. Woo! Woo! Anya shows up wearing <laughs> what I have titled Anya dress. And I've called it dress to impress. Ooh, yes. Oh, man. We've captured, is, is like... Is this the exact same uh, shot? Almost. 
Oh, it's so close. It's very similar. Oh, it's so close. Yes. It's fantastic. Okay. I don't know how to describe the style of it. I know that it is a leopard print dress yep. with flowers on it. It's got a bit of an Asian flair. It, yes. It's got a very Asian style to it. Yeah. I think they are flowers. It's armless. It's got the, the, the high neck, neck high neck with the um, diagonal, not even collar across from the neckline. I neck don't know line. what to call this cut. Yeah. Yeah. But the main, it is mainly leopard print. Oh man, it's bonkers and a half. She's she's really life. gone for it. It's my life. I just was so happy, as I always am, when they have anything that's cat print of any kind, because I know it makes you so mad. Oh man, it just doesn't look good. On and then anyone. in this same scene, we've got gold like what? <laughs> oh boy, oh Buffy is gonna be wearing this for the rest of time. Okay, so she's got the decorative belt that is completely so gold. Gold, it, just. Blends into her light tan, almost verging on gold pants. They're verging on gold pants. I mean, it's really, yeah, it all ties together with gold, right? Yes. So the pants have to be a part of that. Then her white t-shirt, which just sets off the gold on the bottom half, but has also got a fun, shiny gold demon skull on it. Yeah, I don't know what this shirt is about. It's her summoning shirt, right? I guess. Like, she, she summons in this, and yeah, that makes sense. And then she's also got a gold necklace. Oh, and she God, has yeah. the gold hoop earrings still. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, they've gone with such a theme. Yeah. Oh, I think she's got a gold bracelet on. I think so. In your, yeah. in your mm-hmm. gold mm-hmm. picture. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. Definitely wearing a lot of that. Okay, so yeah, she's found Dagon Sphere, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, it It's a protective item of some sort. Yeah, so I think that they sort of determined that it somehow protects against some very evil thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And given that it was found near this spooky warehouse, we can maybe make the connection that that spooky thing is glory. Right. Again, what's it doing there? Has the monk been hiding out here? Why, Why was would it outside? he come here? Ah, maybe there was a rave. <laughs> yeah. And, and he lost oh, it. Oh, man, as part of the rave? Right? Oh, that's amazing. Why did we not see that? That That's it. Oh, God. Yeah, he was hiding out in this warehouse, and then all of a sudden there's a fucking rave, and everyone's just like, look at this monk guy. Look at his sweet sphere. <laughs> yeah, they've got, like, you know, the, the glow sticks and yeah. this awesome glow sphere. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're having a great time. It and then he's, he's, like, trying not to be uncool. So he's like, no, you can totally... Like ch- check it out. Uh, I'm I'm hip. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, I'm from America. <laughs> You're supposed to blend in. Uh, I wear normal American clothes, but I've put on my rave clothes for this rave. At what point is he just Tommy Wiseau? <laughs> <laughs> I am not vampire. I He's wearing promise. like four belts. <laughs> So, right. Glory's got some good times going on. She's not just captured this monk and tied him to a chair. Right. uh, Duct tape over the mouth. But she's also got this other security guard all tied up. Yeah, for for an abandoned warehouse, there's sure a lot of security guards. Why do they need so much security? Because the other security guard went And so this is my question. So how many people is she doing this brain thing to per day? Because right now we're at one every like 12 hours. (laughs) Yeah, but our sample size is one. 
And no, no, no. That's not good science. So we've got two guys. Uh-huh. She made a security guard from last night crazy. Oh, that's true. And there's another crazy guy in like episode yeah. two. Oh, yeah. In Real Me who comes yeah. up to Don and is all like, blah, 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 Miss Muffet, blah, blah, blah. I thought he was crazy from just being no. like mental illness. I'm pretty sure that the implication is that Sunnydale is just rife with crazy people now that Glory's in town. Okay, so yeah, she's going through these people at a pretty good clip. I think she is. And I think that things are... Like, there's going to be an epidemic, if I can use that word, soon. (laughs) Aren't they just going to be like, hey, where's... um?" All these crazy folks coming from all of a sudden. They all used to be normal. <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of neck ruptures, but less craziness. Yeah. yeah. But these used to be fine, upstanding businessmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now they're all crazy. Security men, all sorts of men. Because, yeah, if it went from last night to, like, charitably... It's still light out. It's so, day. like, five o'clock in the evening. And Buffy was there when it was, like, fully night. Yeah. So, less than 24 hours. Less of... <laughs> That's a lot a, of people. Yeah. And she gets really crazy if she doesn't have someone to dump all the craziness into. Exactly. Yeah. Like talking to herself, many voices in there. She needs there. to chomp on their sanity. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. She's essentially taking their sanity to help keep her sane. Oh, I thought she was just dumping her craziness it's, into them. Right. I mean, it's some variation yeah. of that. Osmosis, right? That's, yeah. There's a, some sort of swappiness. It's equalizing. Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about equilibrium with the craziness? Is yeah. that what we're... Okay, I like it. Because she's super crazy. Yeah. They're not at all crazy. Right, so it And then it balances out. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, gets, she gets very crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's looking for some sort of key. And I'm like, oh, where could that be? I don't even know. She just needs it. She, she needs, needs that key. key. Yeah. She's pretty unspecific as to why. Right. Maybe it opens something. Who's to say? Probably a treasure chest. Mm. That's the most likely thing. What do you think she's going to find inside? Gold. I think she's going to find out that friendship is the greatest treasure of all. <laughs> After tragically sacrificing all of her friends to get the treasure. I mean, that's right. Lessons are hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes involve a lot of death. <laughs> oh, friends. I mean, Glory does have some gold on her. She's got a gold bracelet that is mm. either three gold bracelets or a gold bracelet that wraps around three times. Potentially, Either yes. one, it's great. Yeah, it goes really well with the red. Yeah. Goes really well. Yeah. yeah. Her makeup's very well done. And yeah, she uh, she puts a bunch of craziness in this guy's brain. She's clearly been torturing Mr. Monkey. Yeah. And <laughs> she does this thing where she threatens to go bowling. The implication is sort of like with his head yeah. and using his eye holes yeah. as like the, the finger holes, right? But she's grabbing his nose while she does it. And I thought she was going to pull like a classic gotcha nose. <laughs> Except it would be horrifying. Right, because she just rubs his nose off his face. Yeah. I'd be into that, honestly. Right? That seems like a glory thing to do. It seems very difficult to rip a nose off a face. She's pretty strong. That's true. <laughs> she could probably do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm kind of glad we didn't have to see that. Oh, very much so. That's yeah. horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Too many customers, Michaela. Oh, We've gone no. from one spe- end of the spectrum to the other. These are just extremes that we are... Uh, traveling between so i had two reactions to this Mm -hmm. initially i was like okay like calm down guys who's gonna 
be this intense about coming to the new magic shop in town. Right. And then I realized, oh no, wait, they're like, this place is going to be open for three days before (laughs) this guy gets murdered. We better fucking get in there, get our herbs and shit or whatever. And like, yeah, stock up now. Yeah. Because it's been closed for a month at least, right? It's constantly closed. Yeah. And being renovated and some poor suckers buying it for it to get trashed again. Right. It's much larger than it used to be. Eh, Let's not remember that. And they're always like, hey, I could use some protective charms so I don't get killed. No, everyone is at least a low level Mm -hmm. like charm caster of some kind. If you're going to survive in Sunnydale... You need to be able to kick vampires out of your house after accidentally inviting them in. It does just get me thinking, though, that there are how many retail workers working in this shop right now? Giles, Anya, Willow, Xander, uh, possibly Buffy. She's Mm. doing a bit of uh, research right now and is otherwise occupied. Is that about a good number? Yeah, I'm not sure if Xander's actually doing anything. So this is the problem. There are four people for (laughs) a very small store that could be incredibly plausibly taking care of everything that's happening here yeah like this small a store four people is way overstaffed if any of them were doing anything other than Anya and Giles right two people are maybe gonna have a bit of a yeah it's gonna be busy and that's how many people are working right because Xander shows up and he's like hey and Willow's there and she's like I don't know how to wrap anything. I mean, she's got some pretty hilarious background action happening yes. while she tries to wrap shit, and she's just doing such a bad job at it. Oh, yeah, it's good. She gets stuck to it and everything. I mean, yeah. Xander's basically here to be like, doesn't this make you miss the library? Yeah, Xander doesn't get a lot to do this episode, but he that's really fine. He really doesn't. Like, it's one episode. And I'd rather they give Anya stuff to do because exactly. oh, she... she's fun too. This is, and this is just the thing, is episode five. We figured out Giles. Mm-hmm. We figured out Xander. We figured out Anya now. Yep. We've given Spike a fun new path in life. <laughs> oh, what a fun new path for him. Uh-huh. It's, it's something different. Uh, we have Willow and Tara. Not that they really needed to be figured out so much. We'll see what happens next episode. <laughs> Yeah, Dawn's there. We've explained that. Mm-hmm. Joyce has some things happening. <laughs> yep. And Riley's a big wine face. And then last season, they couldn't do fucking anything it's other five than episodes. be like, hey, do you remember that Willow and Buffy are both characters on this show? Like, yeah, I think we do. And they're like, oh. Willow's a lesbian now. Right. <laughs> also, Fuck. college is hard. And here are all the hard things that happen when you start college. Like, as much shit as I want to give Dawn... They've got this episode or this season figured out so much better. Yeah. And all aspects of it have been stepped up a notch. It just, it feels different. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can't put my finger on this exact thing. It's just everything is just that little bit better yeah. across the board. And yeah, I get a bit of nostalgia for things here too. Yeah, it's about like, season oh, it's, five. It's back being just, home. Right. Yeah. It's we lost the something. <laughs> something was missing. And I think it a lot of it is just we lost that core group feeling mm-hmm. in season four. Because it was the Buffy and Willow show. Yeah. And fucking initiative garbage. Oh, let's go hang out underground with Maggie and Adam. Maggie for like five episodes and yeah. then she dies. God wasted fish okay but 
<laughs> Buffy's going to do some magic to see the spells. Why are we letting Buffy do this spell? Terrible idea. What the fuck? Honestly. Right? You know multiple people who'd be much better at this. Giles is like, oh, that's a pretty difficult spell. Buffy's like, I've been training with crystals. so. <laughs> and Willow's like, do you need... No, she doesn't even offer no. help. No. No. She's like, good luck, Buffy. She's not like, oh, yeah, me and Tara have been to the spectral plane a lot of times. There was a wink there, listeners. <laughs> Such a good wink. Yeah. Uh, and Buffy's probably like, oh, I don't. I'm not. I mean, it's cool if you, but I'm. <laughs> right. But yeah, the working theory is that something evil has got a hold of Joyce, which is causing these headaches, which is why they can't be diagnosed. Going to see the spell that's happening here figure it all out maybe see what's causing this well this is a very reasonable path for buffy to take Mm -hmm. because she wants there to be something that she can fight yes she she, her mother is sick she can't do anything about it but if there is some mysterious force making her mother sick then she can go and punch that in the face everything's fixed that's how she fixes her problems right right? and so yeah she's like oh that's it someone's attacking me through my mother and they must be punished that's what i love about the double reveal here yeah is that it's so much more crushing for Buffy to find out that this is a problem that can't be punched. Oh, yeah. And it's not mundane in nature. And, like, they'll dwell on that a lot more than they did in this episode yeah. later on. But, yeah, the idea that normal shit still happens that is bad yeah. to these magical people. And it's not magical in nature. And it's of course just she wants fucked. it to be. Yeah. Right? Of course. Oh, it's so much easier when she can punch her feelings away. Can I just say... That pouring red sand on a white rug. Oh my god. <laughs> She's never getting the fucking Ever. sand out of this rug. What is her good. vacuuming strategy? <laughs> I was so mad at her. She's ruined that rug. So this is the thing. Maybe it's her magic doing rug, right? And because she's got carpet underneath the rug. So you don't want to pour it directly on the carpet. So you use this old shitty rug that you have lying around. And sure, it's white and it'll get... <laughs> like forever marked red by the sand but at least it's not going on the carpet and hey maybe she's gonna use this spell again who knows right she can do other magic on it you know you need to spill any blood in the house don't want that getting on the carpet on this rug though who who the fuck cares i mean are you spilling your own blood because if you're sacrificing any sort of creature there's gonna be more blood than that i think yeah no i was imagining like your own blood okay like a little bit of blood yeah sure not too much then you can you make you make sure you you got the blood because the carpet's so white exactly yeah yeah there you go did it done yeah pouring red sand onto a red carpet you don't even know if you made a full circle yeah i can't tell where's the sand exactly oh that's true and if she had normal colored sand it would have just disappeared yeah it all checks out wow i bet that they had a white carpet and red (laughs) sand because it looked cooler and we've just taken it to the next level <clears throat> okay so Rifi wants to be involved he can't be involved because there's nothing for him to do in this case so bye bye Rifi. he's gonna be whiny and that's fine <laughs> he's mildly whiny at most and i was giving him shit before but this is pretty insulting yeah when she's like i got you the sand i'm like i got you this incense and you're like gonna help with the smell it has to be poured counterclockwise do you think you can do that champ all the way around <laughs> make Don't sure there's any no spots. gaps <laughs> yeah yeah no it's really yeah, yeah it's of course he fucking leaves yeah he's like fuck this don shows up to annoy buffy a little bit more because that's a fun character to have around right and what are you doing buffy what are you in your room for buffy <laughs> <laughs> it's all gotta have this 
real sentiment of the viewer should hate Dawn so that we know why Buffy hates Dawn so much. Because if she was a reasonable young child and Buffy was just going around being like, no, my sister's the worst. Why doesn't anyone else get this? Then you just be like, hey, calm your shit, Buffy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I she has to be terrible, I guess. But hopefully now they're going back back off on hopefully. that. Hopefully, yeah. Okay, so we do the ritual. Uh, everything goes to real dark places. Buffy wakes up and starts wandering around a little bit, goes down, sees her mom, is crestfallen, obviously, because there's nothing magical about her mom. Things have gotten pretty sepia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like a blue sepia. You can tell that it's a trance. Right. Uh, It's an effective visual aid. No, it works. I think it works. Yeah, so her mom's going out because she feels better, and Mm -hmm. there's no spooky cloud, there's no spooky hand, but... There are some spooky Back to the Future effects. I have exactly Back to the Future <laughs> so written down. So Back to the Future. Because, yeah. fading picture. Dawn is fading in and out of every uh, picture that they have. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> so Buffy's like, what? What the? What's that all about? I so wanted Buffy to go up to Dawn's room and to just have a giant CGI key speaking with Dawn's voice and, like, bending around and looking at Buffy, being like, what's the matter, Buffy? And she's like, what did you do with my sister, you bitch? Oh, it's God. not that. Instead, It'd be wacky as hell. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. so Dawn is uh, revealed to be not everything she seems, and Buffy gets mad. And now is the... Our favorite part of the episode, when Dawn starts to say a lot of technically correct things. Bringing us into our second segment, Obviously Evil. And I can't shake this weird feeling about Ricardio. I think he's a villain. Why? Is it because his face is so foldy and dramatic? No! Oh my god. What? Why is this the time <laughs> for it? Jesus Christ. Like, could they lay it on any thicker? And it's so unnecessary. No. <laughs> like... Just, it's so damn thick that they're laying it on, and it's unneeded. This is exactly what should have happened in episode two. Yeah. Because this is an obvious reaction from Buffy to be like, oh, I'm noticing all of these things that are ominous about Dawn now. But the viewers have just been stuck with this for three episodes. And so for her, so yeah, she's acting like a normal teenager, Mm -hmm. albeit an annoying one. Buffy does this spell, finds out she might not be real, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, you're going out? Hope you're back before mom. Yeah. I'll Hope be you don't here. die, Buffy, <laughs> when I like, kill you. you. Show. Right? Right? What? What's... And why Why now? Have it be that ominous earlier on, and then we're left with that lurking dread of, like, what the fuck is in Buffy's house right now? Right? Like, and- the way that they've done it, Dawn might as well walk down the stairs with, like, a red herring over her shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like holding multiple fish, being like, I'm going to feed these to mom when she comes back. Do you like my new hair, hairdo, Buffy? It's red. I've got red hair. <laughs> Ing, is that interesting? <laughs> yeah. Right, it's just, it's so ham-fisted. But when we see this slightly less ham-fisted done in episode two, and Buffy's being there, being a good sister to Dawn, right. that's when the viewers are freaking out. And we're like, oh, fuck no, Buffy, that thing's that thing's bad. It's bad news. What are you doing? Or Joyce is like, oh, I'm getting such a headache from my daughter's fighting. And Dawn's like, oh, 
Right? Don't worry. Right? Right? Like, I'm sure it's nothing. There were like, so ah, many Jess, other opportunities. <laughs> so many other opportunities that it doesn't need to happen now. And we do have that moment when we find out that Joyce is in real trubs. Sure. When she looks at Dawn and she's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, Dawn who hasn't are been you? acting scary. No. Right? Like, it's just Joyce sees that there's something wrong with Dawn and then collapses. But Dawn reacts in the way that you would if your mother collapsed in the kitchen. She is very afraid and, like, calls the ambulance. The time for spookiness is earlier in this season. It's long past. Yes. Okay, so Dawn's going to be spooky and creepy for the rest of the episode. That's fine. Uh, she got the world's most suspicious tea later. It's Oh, it's Man, all insane. That tea is definitely red. So red. She's like, I made you some tea, mother. Would you like to drink it? <laughs> You're like, hey, we get it. You're evil, but not. Yeah. Giles has apparently, like, never heard of closing time for a shop. No. Especially when shit's going down and he's got to coach Buffy through some stuff. You'd be like, what? It's your shop, man. Just Just get these people out of here. These bitches. Well, okay, but at the same time. It's so much money. And on your opening day. Right. You want to be like, okay, money over. Be gone with you people who wish to support my small local business. No, it's 7.43, closing time. There's trouble afoot. Uh, Anya's yeah. just crushing it in oh my God. every scene where she has to deal with customers, where she has to talk about how much she loves money. Uh, and <laughs> she should, she is very knowledgeable. This is a very good job for her. Yes. Yeah. She doesn't understand why she should be pleasant to people after she already has their money. No, but she can fake that. Right. Not well, but she can try to fake it. Yeah. Maybe she'll get better at it. Who knows? <laughs> That's a nice thing to have Xander do is to show him in this relationship and have him be funny with Anya right now. Mm-hmm. That's all good. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Dagon Sphere protective device uh, protects against evil goddesses maybe or blah, evil blah. keys or something. Who gives a shit? Uh, Buffy goes out to sort shit out and Don's like, hey, be back before Don. I mean, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Classic. Classic Sun AM shenanigans. Who do we have lurking behind a tree outside the summer zone? He's just, he's really embracing the angel within, you know? (laughs) It's Spike. Someone's into Buffy. They better lurk near her house and watch her through the window. Constantly. (laughs) Spike has the misfortune of being a smoker and it being, like, way more obvious than what he's been there for. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Many cigarettes. Even if he's been chain-smoking those bitches, like, he's been there for a while. A couple hours, yeah. Yeah. It's suspicious. I love it when TV has to show you someone getting pulled out from behind something. Yeah. Because if they do it side-on... You see them on the other side of the thing yeah. from the character. So they can't do that. It doesn't make sense. So they have to be beside the character. Oh, it doesn't make any <laughs> so sense. Buffy, so Buffy, yeah, just grabs from him from beside the tree <laughs> that he's lurking beside. It's, yeah, it doesn't. And oh, yanks him out. Let's not think about it. This so good. This line that he says is one. It, it appears on many oh, lists. I've seen a of, gif of yes. out for a walk, bitch. Yeah. So many so times. So many times. Yeah. So, I mean, it still brings joy to my heart because he makes this, like, little self-satisfied face when he thinks of bitch, bitch. for the fifth word. He's He looks so proud of himself. Yeah. We don't have to do this this episode because uh-huh. we're going to have an opportunity to do it in a few episodes. Right. To talk more extensively about what they've done to Spike. Mm-hmm. Is he less fun now that he is in love with Buffy? He's creepy as hell. But he does call her hair stupid, which I loved. (laughs) So from an acting perspective, 
I really love this scene because mm-hmm. I think James Marshers does a great job of before he was all, he was aggressive towards Buffy. He was just like, oh, slayer, I want to kill her. And now he's so awkward. He's and like, so stuttery. He, he doesn't know what to say. And yeah, he's like, your hair's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Man, when he calls Riley Captain Cardboard, <laughs> I'm like, why have we not been calling him that this entire time? <laughs> It's just so on the nose. Oh, God, it would have paid off so well for me oh, if, if we I, had called him that for a season. Oh. And then this episode, Spike <laughs> refers to him as Captain Cardboard. And it would have been that time, like all those other times that I stole nicknames from the yeah, show. and I thought you were amazing. And, oh, I just would have been just hiding it from you and I wouldn't have told you. Yeah, it's my greatest regret. Buffy goes to investigate the warehouse. Uh, sorry, warehouse. Joyce gets back. <laughs> Dawn is still winning all sorts of awards for unnecessary creepiness with her tea. Jesus, fuck. I, I'm like, you're kind of sad for Joyce because she thought, oh, I'm feeling so much better. I'm going to go out and do question mark. God only knows. With her was. friends, apparently. Oh man. Like at the gallery, her gal, gal pals, gal Marie pals. But they're also women. Yeah. Yeah. I love no, it. Yeah, we're into it. But it doesn't work out. She's not feeling so good because, you know, she's like really sick and probably shouldn't have tried to go out. But everything's fine. She's got tea now. Super on the up and up. Buffy finds Mr. Monk tied up to his chair. So she comes up and starts freeing him. And he's trying to make motions like there's something behind her. And Buffy's just not paying attention. And I love Glory's little hopping up dance that she does (laughs) behind Buffy being like, shh, don't tell her I'm here. And you're like, yes, it's You know who she's a lot more fun than? It's Adam. Yes. Oh, God, she's Adam. a breath of fresh fucking air. She really is. I don't know if she's as fun as the mayor. Yeah, it. I don't know. She's a, a kick right now. She's a hoot. She's a hoot. There's just, like, this effortlessness to the mayor. That's true. That's so genuine. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, a joy to him. <laughs> and I still love that he's genuinely a good mayor. <laughs> yeah, he is. He cares about Sunnydale. Yeah. And... I mean, I like this whole crazy person. Mm-hmm. Like, she's also having fun because, I mean, clearly she has nothing to be concerned about. Re Buffy. <laughs> no, Buffy knows that she's there, turns around, hits Glory, or tries to. Yeah. Uh, it seems like she's faster than Glory, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what saves her. Yeah. Or she, Glory isn't expecting her to be that fast because right. most people that she punches are just people. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, the the fight doesn't go so great for Buffy. No. We learn that she's definitely not a glass cannon as she gets thrown into walls twice hard enough to shatter concrete. Well, I think this goes back to what we originally or what we ended up mm-hmm. and like landing on is that she's very small and light. So it's easier to throw her around. Yeah. So physics but, still work. But she gets up. Yeah. She, she always gets back up. Right. Mm-hmm. For the most part, she isn't like seriously injured by these things right yeah yeah and uh it's a fun fight (laughs) fight is a strong yeah it doesn't go well for buffy so it's sort of one-sided here but as buffy grabs the monk and starts uh running away glory unfortunately breaks a heel oh on her high heels which is oddly fun yeah it's great like as a device i actually really liked it (laughs) i mean (laughs) glory's doing the entire fight in heels so yeah uh yeah that um that stops glory in her tracks and she accidentally brings the warehouse down on herself she's mad (laughs) she's mad so she stomps her foot and that's really powerful yeah and yeah the warehouse is very structurally unsound yeah so 
the monk gets out. He's still barely alive. He has some time to do some exposition. Yeah. In here, and this is a little callous, so I apologize. <laughs> I really wanted to find a spot to say that like, Mr. Monkey goes bananas. <laughs> but he doesn't really ever go bananas. <laughs> so disappointed. We're uh, so close to the end of this. We can get through it, I swear. Can we? Yeah. The key is energy. The key is a portal. It opens the door. Also, it's Dawn. She's the key. Much to Buffy's chagrin. A, Buffy needs to protect Dawn. That is the most important thing in life. B, she thus cannot kill Dawn. No. As she was pretty clearly planning to do. She's thinking about it. And C, Dawn doesn't even know she's the key. She just thinks she's a sister. It's such a big fuck you to Buffy. Oh, it's so big. I love it. Because honestly... They've put her in a position that she can do nothing about. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the, the monk keeps saying, like, Dawn is an innocent. She doesn't know what she is. And so, yeah, what are you going to do? Go home and be like, oh, by the way, you're not actually real. Right. You're just, like, a ball of energy they made into a person so that I would protect you because this crazy chick really wants you to, like, do something with. Yeah. No. That's you're not, not going to happen. No. And, like, Buffy's pissed that the monk has inserted Dawn into all of her previous memories. Mm-hmm. Which, Tampered with her and her actual family. Yeah. Like, he's been fucking around with things. Yeah. And, you know, now she has this huge responsibility. Like, hey, protect this or probably apocalypse. Right. And she never agreed to that. I mean, that's the whole Slayer deal, right? She never agreed to that. <laughs> she does at one point say, like, hey, I didn't choose this. And I'm like, oh, here, here we, we go now. again. <laughs> I get it, Buffy. You weren't chosen, or you didn't decide upon this life. You were chosen. Sure, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And for everyone who was thinking, man, this Dom character's the worst. Like, this is the episode. She's done. Too fucking bad. This is the episode they double down on Dawn. Down, Dawn. Here we go. That's what they should have called this episode. So yeah, then quick wrap up. I cannot see Buffy go down a set of stairs Or even walk in her own front door without getting fucking triggered and just looking at that couch. I'm so, so nervous. It's the worst. Oh, you're just, you're gonna be a wreck. I don't know when it's coming and it's killing me. It's a wreck. Okay. Oh, I got one more thing. At one point, Xander refers to Giles and Buffy as Big G and the Slay Master General, which is like... Like, that's a band name, yeah. right? Like, I don't know what they play. It's great, though. Uh, I think somewhere in there, yeah, we're getting Anya getting hired by Giles to work at the shop full time because he needs help. And she's the only competent person there, yeah. retail speaking. Uh, and then Buffy apologizes to Don, And it's a really tender moment of weakness on both sides. A lot of mom worry going around. Yeah. Which is deserved. And that comes across very well. I do like that Buffy's doing all this apologizing. And Don is such a shit that she can't even be like, you've got a massive head wound. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, she's so used to it. Buffy's just come home covered in blood so many times. Yeah. I don't know. Don's a shit. It's, it's right up there. Yeah. It's, it's large. You feel a lot more blood. Yes. Headwinds really bleed. They do bleed. Yeah. And that's our episode. I have my fun fact. Fun fact. So this is such a non sequitur too. Oh, I love it. I'm, I just, I think this is really grasping at straws, but Anthony Stewart head, Giles, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, appears in the film Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which has a similar storyline to the plot of 
this episode slash season, apparently. A religious cult trying to kill a child destined to be sacrificed to fulfill an evil apocalyptic prophecy and a supernaturally empowered hero trying to stop them. The wiki has told me about this. So obviously Nicolas Cage plays Johnny Blaze slash Ghost Rider. I mean, fucking Idris Elba's in this movie. Siren Hines is in this movie and I'm not sure I've never seen it so I don't know how big of a role Giles has but I really okay on IMDb it has 4.3 out of 10 okay am I going to so watch we're it watching this yeah I don't know if you've ever seen the is first this the sequel this yeah. is oh god yeah this is not the first Ghost Rider this is from 2011 oh I'm not man. sure when the first Ghost Rider is from 2007 oh wow Oh, wow. Yeah, 34 on Metacritic. Oh, boy. As Johnny Blaze hides out in Eastern Europe, he is called upon to stop the devil who is trying to take human form. Oh, no. All right. I just... All I know about the first Ghost Rider is that at one point, there's like a gratuitous shot of Nicolas Cage without his shirt on. (laughs) And you're just so disgusted. Speaking of people without their shirt on, they are going to get work in... Buffy the Vampire Slayer out of the shot of Spike kissing Buffy without a shirt on. Yeah. That was a dream. Mm. But that's going to be in so many previously ons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to do work for them. I've seen that clip a lot of times, obviously. Because it's in... It it just encapsulates that and then Spike waking Waking up. up. Yeah. Just... It tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. You know? So it's it's clever, honestly. And it's going to be there all the time. No one's complaining. Are you complaining? I don't I'm understand. I'm not complaining. Good. I'm just saying. <laughs> just don't complain. Michaela, what was the best fashion from this episode? <laughs> honestly, like, it's so hard. All that gold just works so well together. But then Anya's in that fucking cat print dress. For so long. And it's just so beautiful. And how can I say no? How can I say no to a cat print? I have to pick the cat print. It's beautiful. All right. I love it. Uh, did you like this episode? Yeah. I mean, I have trouble whenever it's too Dawn-centric mm-hmm. because it's just so annoying. But I think... And, well, no. No. The ham-fisted, red-herring nonsense. But I think they give Glory a really good introduction. Mm-hmm. They give her a lot to do. And they really like, sort of show you who she is and what she's about. She just wants the key. That's it. Just give her the key. She'll leave. Everything's fine. I think this is a solid, like, eight and a half out of ten Buffy season five episode, you know? Yeah. This is Um, what I came here for, and this is what it's delivering. And I think we are the same in that when an episode is too much about Buffy, we're kind of like, meh. (laughs) We're really more interested in every other character. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's because they're more interesting. Not every other character. No. No. But most of the other characters. But yeah, like, this episode is obviously very important to the overall story of this season. Incredibly. And I, I think they do a good job. Uh, did, am I on board with the fact that they waited five episodes to explain themselves? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Because right. I'm pretty sure I watched this as it happened, and I do not know what my emotions of the time were. Yeah. It's so hard Who to say. Who won, though? I want to say Anya because she gets her first job Anya. ever. Anya. <laughs> yes. She gets so she gets to handle so much money. Right? Anya really enjoys money. Yeah. And then she's got a source of continued money. And this is her niche. Yeah. This is literally the only job she's qualified for. This is a real house right here. Yeah. Okay, so that was easy. On your win. Right. What do you think Taylor Kingston titled the review of this episode? The one where Dawn is the key? 
So you're on the right-ish path, but your subject is wrong. <laughs> the one where Glory's looking for the key? The one with Glory. Okay. So... Oh, Teeks. You just made me so happy. I really enjoyed this episode. It's probably because it first introduces Glory, who is undoubtedly my favorite villain from Buffy the Vampire Slayer series, next to the Master, and the trio made up of Warren, Jonathan, and Andrew. Classic Teeks. <laughs> it's <just> like... <laughs> my favorite one of three of seven. <laughs> it just destroyed me when I read it, because it's... Oh, it's just such pure teaks, you know? It really is. Oh, God. This is the most bananas. Like, I don't even know. This doesn't tell you anything about what happened in this fucking episode. In this episode, a woman arrives in Sunnydale looking for something called the key. But the key to what? Meanwhile, Buffy investigates to see if something... If there is a supernatural cause to Joyce's illness, while performing a ritual to find out if there is something evil in the works, she discovers that there is something not quite right about Dawn, and the gang helps Giles reopen the magic box, and he hires Anya to work in the store. (laughs) So, like, tells you some things, but then doesn't resolve any of them. Right, yes, it's got a lot of the main points, just none of the resolution. In a way, it's the opposite of a normal exactly. Teeks review because it didn't really spoil things. It just... I'm surprised Spike was not mentioned and the oh, out primary for a walk, focus. Teeks loves Spike. Love Spike. Fuck. How is Spike not the it's primary confusing. focus of this review? Crazy. First appearance of Glory. Best part of the episode, Anya working at the magic box. Hey. What do you think the overall rating is? Uh, 9 out of 10? Whoa! Which is seven out of ten. <laughs> so confusing. What? I don't know anymore. What? Which in my ratings book is great. Teeks, you madman. Oh, this filled me with such joy. All right. Well, Michaela, what do we have coming up next episode? We have an episode called Family. Uh huh. Which I think at this point I have heavily implied is about Tara. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you have. All right. That'll be good times, because, again, she wasn't in this episode. No. And maybe she'll be more of a character next time. She's going to actually get (laughs) some character development. you got to feel for those people when they get, like, more than two pages of a script. And and they're like, like, holy shit. What do I do? do? How do I learn all these lines? Yeah. Yeah. Can't go around getting coked up like normal. Yeah. I'm not saying Amber Benson went around and got coked up every day. I feel like that's literally what you just said. Maybe. Who knows? (laughs) Are you looking forward to it? I, you know that I am not a huge Tara fan. So, fun fact about this episode. Uh I, I don't remember anything. Sure. I'm pretty sure that the person I'm watching this show with, she thought this was coming up as the season finale of last season. Interesting. Yeah interesting right that's very strange so then this is much later than what she thought it was going to be if it's even that episode at all (laughs) because i think she's thought it was that episode for like the last five episodes oh no (laughs) who's to say (laughs) like maybe this time maybe this time eventually it's gotta be Right? right or she just imagined that episode entirely Who's to say? That'll be good times. Anyway, until then, our listeners can always reach out to us via email, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. Uh, all of the pictures that we've talked about are up on the Facebook. Uh, welcome to the Hellmouth on Facebook. And you can reach Mikhail and I personally on smoke.network. And here's how, here's how it's self-described. Oh, no. The world's first 
blockchain social network for cannabis users. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like they took everything and mm. just mashed it all together. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I'm enchanted. Oh. Anyway, I'm on there at 420 Blaze It. <laughs> You gotta hit that, hit hit all those consonants really hard to yeah. make sure that everyone knows how much of a narc you are. <laughs> I'm on there at the bong song. Bong 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 bong. bong. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. And until next week, farewell, farewell from, from the, the hellmouth. Hell hellmouth. Hell no. Hell no.